Hello, listening people. Hello. You're listening to Spin Polish Presents an interview, which is very different. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Swinski. And I'm the Bartek. Hello, the Bartek. Hi, Ryan. We're Spin Polish, likingly, because we're always spinning, and we both happen to be Polish. Now, Bartek, this is a very different style episode for us. This is an interview with someone. Mm, we what, don't usually well, do what's, this. What's, what's, this is our third show now. What, what's it going to be called? Interviewing someone? Yeah, Spin Polish interviews some, some person. <laughs> <laughs> So, Bartek, um, this is different. We're interviewing someone, and this is actually a follow-up for um, an episode of The Mystery Box, The Rise and Fall of Baal or Bale. Uh, mm. If you haven't listened to that episode, really would recommend listening to that so you get some context for what we're going to be delving into, because we have actually got someone that was in The Rise and Fall of Baal. And we're going to ask some questions and get some context. So we're finally, actually, Bartek, we're going to get some mysteries answered, hopefully. Yes. Or at least some context provided, because out of all the ones we've ever covered, that one had the least amount of context, one of the least amount of context that we've ever had to watch. Possibly, yes. Possibly. So, um, Bartek? Yes? How about you ask our amazing guest who they are? Well, Ryan, actually, you, you've given me a list of questions, and the first one, I don't know if you know, this actually is... Who are you? Hi, uh, my name's Dan. I was involved in the uh, production for The Rise and Fall of Bale. Hello, Dan. <laughs> How are you? I'm not too bad. How are you guys? I'm, I'm feeling very excited. Very, very good for me too. I think you answered the first question really well. So, you were in The Rise and Fall of society, I guess. No, of Bale. Um, what was your involvement in this? Uh, so, I did a bunch of uh, filming, like a lot of behind-the-scenes work. I wasn't actually in a lot of the film, but I did a lot of You editing. were in some scenes. Oh, yeah, I was definitely in some there scenes. There was a scene with a rabbit. I'm pretty oh, pretty memorable. Yeah, you were covered, covered with leprosy. Oh, yeah, there was. <laughs> um, I did a lot of editing for the film. I did, um, and then a whole bunch of production, a bunch of, like, uh, organising, like, burning of CDs, that sort of stuff. Oh, okay, so yeah. you probably burned the CD. I did. I gave it to, um, <laughs> I gave it to someone else, and they put the... Uh, covers on the CD, so you so you the... didn't make the covers. I didn't make the covers. No, <sighs> who made the covers? Ah, oh, that was Eleanor. She was the um director. She made all the. Covers. Oh, she made some great covers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she made she made some some wonderful col- uh, covers for for this movie and some of the others. You brought some of the others for us to have a gander at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when was this made? Do you know? Yeah, so I believe it was made around about 2012, probably like summer. So. October, November sort of time. Wow, we would have just started uni. But, uh, yeah, well, if it was October, November, we would have just finished our first year, yeah. I, I think I guessed in the episode that it was around 2011, 2012. God. We definitely thought it was this decade, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one, would, one would hope it was this decade. So how old were you when you were doing this? I would have been 13, just out of uh, year eight or just out of high school. Oh, okay. Oh, a lot of, lot of work for a teenager to do for a film. Yeah, well, I always like to do um like little films, little short projects, and so um, I guess it was just kind of extension of that, and helped out uh, Eleanor in doing all the uh, filming and editing. Cool, yeah, fantastic. So, the rise and fall of Baal or Bale. I mean, it's 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 in contention of how that's pronounced. Of um, <laughs> well, we're not the experts, Ryan. So we're not the experts. <laughs> so we have a rough idea of when this got made, but like, who made this? Who are you? What is this group of people who made this what 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 did you do who is this so all the people involved we're all um jehovah's witnesses okay. so it's part of a um 
uh, religious uh, church, if you will, yeah. or congregation, mm-hmm. and kind of just stem from the idea that um, we have a lot of live performances sometimes at our um, conventions okay, and live dramas. And I guess um, one of the uh, people had a, uh, was used to work on one of the teams and they had a lot of costumes. So a lot of uh, the bear costumes you saw, <laughs> camel costumes, beards, robes. And so they wanted to uh, be part of it. And so we started making our own short little films with all the, uh, with all the props that we could get from them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. Um, Bartek, you got anything you want to ask Dan? Uh, there are a couple of questions. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, let's see. How about how long did it take to make this film? Uh, so it, it went over a couple of weeks. Basically, what would happen was we would organize a day, usually on a weekend, and we would have everyone come to a place and we would uh, do a whole bunch of the filming mm. on that day. That was maybe 75% of the film we'd all do on that day. And then Eleanor, the director, and I, we would start editing the film and then slowly throughout those next couple of weeks we'd go to other people's houses, public places, just to get the rest of the shots we needed and slowly, um, you know, uh, build the film, I guess, yeah. Okay, yeah, because when we were watching the film, one of the things that we picked up on was uh, the children, how they had the face paint. Yeah. It was on every scene, all the time. And And it was obviously relevant for when they were the dogs that were... Was it eating Jezebel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating consuming Jezebel. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we thought, like, okay, this probably happened on the day this was filmed. So yeah. We thought, yeah, most of the stuff with the kids was probably on one day. Yeah, exactly. It just right easier to get them all done. They actually have a lot of the scenes happen in, uh, in the morning for them. So we yeah. do all the scenes in the morning for the kids, um, and then afterwards we uh for like the teens and the adults we do this stuff later in the day so they could go home we could have uh, more time to do the rest of the you, scenes you did have some night shoots there was some door-to-door knocking scenes that was at night <laughs> yeah yeah so those would have been those would have been in the following weeks uh, i think eleanor did a lot of those filming a lot of that filming by herself then would come back to me with the uh footage and we'd edit it together fantastic was the was there one shot where there was like a cloudy day or something like that? Like when when yeah, did you they're have, running through the desert or something? Yeah, do you have did you have or, problems with like weather and stuff? Um, because a lot of it is filmed outside. Yeah, honestly, the a lot of the outside stuff was done in a park that's near us. Yes, mm. so <laughs> I think that was not too bad of a day. But then some of the scenes was also done in the botanical gardens. Okay. I think you saw. <laughs> so, um, I, I didn't even th- think that there were the botanical gardens. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, oh, it's somewhere in the park again. Yeah, no, so it's, it was, that was in the botanical gardens. And then, wow. oh, you, you mean like the first shot when they were coming out of the bushes? Yeah, probably. Many of the shots where there's lots of shrubbery. Yes, yeah, so, so the bushes was done in the park next to us. But oh. the the one where Elijah is running through like the desert, like you said, yeah, into yeah. the wilderness, that was actually done all in the And ate the gardens. rice crackers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Where they went nom nom nom. Yeah. <laughs> which was so fantastic so um i guess one of the things that you've mentioned is the congregation you know you've kind of explained the the theatrical background and how that got started but like what was the beginning like what was the first movie like how did it all start like who who was like oh i'm gonna volunteer to direct this i'm gonna get the camera i'm gonna be the person who plays the villain in this movie you know how did this start with movies so it all kind of started with um one of the sisters our congregation her name's eleonora she um has done like i said uh knows a couple of people who have done some of the live productions right and she kind of just wanted to have something that our congregation could be involved in, something to bring everyone together, something that could be fun for the families, fun for the kids, mm. just something, you know, 
enjoyable. So, uh, I think I showed her some of my stuff that I used to do when I was younger. Like, yeah. some of my really stupid dumb projects with one of my best mates. <laughs> and we had a camera, we had a microphone strapped to a tree branch with a boom <laughs> mic, and then I guess we started a... Uh, uh, started on Joseph and just went from there. So Joseph was your first. Joseph was the first one. That was about fifteen minutes long. That oh well, you kind of got really ambitious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so Joseph was Joseph was probably uh, maybe like third or fourth best out of it. It wasn't it wasn't too crash hot. It was uh, so... on an older camera, <laughs> and so <laughs> the footage was uh, less than stellar to say. So how many uh, how many of these did you make? So we made four in total. So we made um, Joseph. Classic. First one. Uh, Moses was the second one. Elijah. Uh, the, the, the Rise and Fall of Baal. Yeah. The, uh... How did that one get that name? Because the rest of the other two you just mentioned were just like people, religious people's yeah. names. But this one's just like, oh, we got to go with this very specific point that we, that we barely yeah. talk about in the actual movie. Yeah. So the, the last one was not. And you're right. The, the third one was The Rise and Fall of Baal. So the idea behind that was we didn't want to focus on one character we right to focus on a bunch of characters so i think as you saw you saw elijah yeah and i think in the podcast you said it seemed that elijah the elijah changed yeah so i was actually handing over the role to elisha <gasps> so there were two different people so the two different oh, people I see. so elijah and elisha okay yeah. oh my god we thought there were just three different girls playing no it. no no so it just <laughs> actually switched over to elisha oh my okay. oh my I didn't know that. Oh, this is this is an educational podcast now. I think there was a scene where you actually got Elijah like handing over a robe yeah, or something. Yeah, we yeah, we do, we do, but we didn't realize. We that... thought that was like inheriting your Elijah now or something uh, like that. Like okay. we, I didn't even. I I even said jokingly in the podcast. I think it's like, uh, and I'm I'm done. Have my robe. Like <laughs> I didn't I didn't connect that. I mean, the right. problem is for us, we didn't have a lot of the context. But for you guys, obviously, you did. Yeah. Um. When making these, other than for fun, uh, especially with this one, I don't know about the others, but was there a specific kind of purpose, like educational-wise? Because there was a bit at the end where it asks everyone, what did they learn? Yeah, so um, I guess the education kind of came before we actually started filming. We sent right. a letter with the time and date, and we sent the letter to um, maybe, you know, the next time with your family to have a read through the account in the Bible. Right. And actually have a read through your character, because we um, would give people characters. They could read through their character, know what the general, um, the gist of what was happening in the uh, in the account. Right. And then when they came there on the day, it was meant to be just to flow really succinctly. Okay. Okay. So there is a little bit of forethought there. Yeah. And then also, like you said afterwards in the, uh, what did you learn? I guess it was just kind of way as a reflection purpose. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, Samantha who played Jezebel, I mean, she knew because she, (laughs) you know, because she played her. (laughs) That's called applied knowledge. Yeah. You guys have made a few of these. I guess my question is, why did they stop? Um, I don't really know why we stopped. I guess we just kind of we well we stopped making them because eventually, um, Eleanor and her husband they moved. Oh, okay. But there was a period where we weren't making any more. I'm not really sure why we stopped them, but I know that uh, she's made another two with her new congregation. Do you know their names? I don't. I don't know their names. She didn't tell me, but I will. I, wanna, I, I will find out. Well, for one, you guys. one thing that are you scorned that you're not editing them? For? Oh, I was. I was. A little, I was a little hurt to be honest, but it's all right. <laughs> one thing that's kind of jumping out at me, because uh, you've told us the title of the other ones. What happened to David and Goliath? Yeah. So just provide a bit of context for listening people. There is a featurette on this DVD that is like you're going to make the David and Goliath story with little Ringo. 
yeah. and yeah, some yeah. guy. Yeah, so that was his dad. So he's just he's just a really, really tall guy. So we just kind of got that for the um contrast, I Who, guess. The dad or Ringo, the small child. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what happened? So we made a couple of things. So Joseph was just uh, the movie. That was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I guess with Moses, we made like a menu, as you saw. Yes. And we made a slideshow. The 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 feature film, and then we also made a preview just as a little um, side project, I guess. They weren't right. actually uh, indicating that they were going to be made. Oh, I see. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so kind of like a sketch of, like, coming soon. This. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So on the on the Moses DVD, I believe the, the sketch was Noah. Oh, no, not Noah. Um, Sorry. Uh, Jonah. Jonah. Right. Oh. Jonah. That was a preview. And on Noah, oh, I, can't, I can't remember what it was on Noah. But I will God. think about it. Yeah, I'm so excited to see these featurettes and in, <laughs> in the in like in cinematic films like before <laughs> Avengers come out. It's like these ones. The Someone end credit scene. Yeah, yeah, the post credit scene is, is the David and Goliath from. Thinking thinking back on when we saw the David and Goliath thing, it, it did kind of feel more like a teaser. Like it wasn't showing us like a bunch of scenes. From I the thought film it was going to be like the future one you guys are going to make. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have any context for if that was the case or not, but it makes sense now in retrospect. So, you've kind of indicated to us beforehand and even briefly talking to us now that you weren't as happy with this this particular one the rise and fall of Baal that you kind of wish that we saw one of the other ones yeah definitely uh, my question or questions is how was this received by your community the congregation like mm-hmm. this particular one like was there a screening did everyone get to see it and uh why did it not sit so well with you as one of the best so what we do is after we've done all that, we set like a date for a screening. Mm. And I believe what happened on this one is we set the date and it wasn't finished editing. Okay. Oh. So a lot of the editing process was really rushed on this one. And there was a lot of problems um, with um, computers just crashing, uh, not saving our editing. Oh, God. So this one, and again, this one, like, like you said, like Noah, Moses, they were uh, single people. This one covered a timeline of different people. Mm. And... A lot of that wasn't communicated effectively when we were recording. It right. Was, we no, no one actually had a script. It was Either, all, although there is a script. There is a script. There was a script. There, there was, was like a, a running sheet. There was a script that the one of the news reporter people had to read because oh, they just couldn't be. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't yeah, be bothered yeah. saying it anymore, yeah. so it got handed to them. Yeah, that again, like just comical gags used over again. I feel in Elijah, like the um news reporter. It, it. I think it was received probably mixed. There were definitely people who liked it, but there was definitely people who were a bit confused, even right. though they had studied it and actually been part of it. They were actually confused on the storyline and right. where it was going. And like you said in your um, podcast, there was characters who appeared and then were never seen again until like the very end of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's very true. There wasn't much... Uh, it jumped around a lot, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, just to give it some praise, I, I, I do appreciate the fact that... A good, some of them do connect thematically mm-hmm. or message-wise to what's going on, and I did like the fact that in in the Rise of Olbar you do have your prota- your clear protagonist and your clear antagonist. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Jezebel is the antagonist, <laughs> very clearly, you know, and Elijah and Elisha, are the you know the protagonists, and you had. Uh, uh, the interesting framing device of having the news reporter covering everything that's going on. Did you do that kind of stuff for the other ones or were they more just direct kind of like, you know, Noah did this, Full Noah did that? period pieces. Kind yeah, of the, the, the other ones were more so just like straight out of the, um, out of the account and we okay. just go through it like that. Whereas I think you're right. I actually did like the idea of um, 
uh, having the news reporter uh, tie in all the stories together. Yeah, so, and it added a real kind of fun nature to it because there was the yeah. ability for that one, I don't know, the rest where you played with the format of it's like on TV. So you had the barley bunch and <laughs> yeah. ads and like text crawls on it, it the screen. It was basically like a Greek chorus, like kind of yeah. explaining yeah, no. things for you. But uh. it also allowed the whole film to have this kind of running mm. kind of fun with the idea of this being a televised kind yeah. of situation which you have ads and, you know, text on the bottom of the screen explaining what's going on elsewhere in the story. So I kind and, of appreciated yeah, that. Yeah, and there were also like one or two times where like a reporter was out in the scene, like the, the scene where the, the barl... <laughs> worshippers and the other ones were like yelling at each other and the argument was uh jehovah is jehovah and he is right and pure and they're like bail 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 and that was the argument yeah yeah no honestly the whole point of these was to be fun and i'm really really happy to hear to hear that you guys actually genuinely laughed at some of the um scenes some of the gags oh yeah it was a lot of fun for yeah. sure. but right. yeah it was um like i said like the um no one really had a running script or sheet so it was yeah. kind of just so you're uh, telling me Jezebel improvised? Yeah, a lot, lines. Of, a lot of this I, I'm, was improvised. I'm shocked. Well, yeah. one, one seems the... <laughs> like it seems like you know Shakespeare wrote those. <laughs> <laughs> a few were redone, but a lot of it was first take, no script. Fair yeah. enough. I was about to say, Ryan. Well, there was that one line of hers you liked, and I was like, wait, you liked all the lines. Um, <laughs> I was, thought you were gonna say there was that one small child that almost said the word, "Could I have the script?" No, no, no. They're holding something out, like this is the. S-, and <laughs> they were we gonna they say were gonna, script. Yeah, we don't know about that, but yeah, it's in it's in contention now. Yes, we'll never know. It's too far in the past. Um, this is relevant. Uh, do you have a favorite moment from Baal? A favorite moment? Oh. Uh... Or has it been too long? I, I reckon probably the favourite moment, it wasn't actually related to the filming, it was more that the people walking past in the park, <laughs> just seeing just seeing a whole bunch of kids dressed in beards and robes just running around the park. I think that was probably one of my favourite moments. Like, looking back now, it would just would have been so strange and other to see that. <laughs> we mentioned that on the podcast. We were like, can you imagine going on your like eight o'clock run and there's just a bunch of kids screaming, hail, hail, hail in the park and you have no idea, you never find out why they were doing this, what was going on. Yeah. I'm glad that that is one of your favourite little moments and memories from that. So this film had, you know, you were editor, so they did entrust some of the younger people and children, you know, and mm-hmm. kids and whatnot to have some roles yep. were there other like younger people who were given some more like behind the scenes roles or was it mainly adults and you were the exception it was more mainly adults we did have some people um handling the camera when i was in scenes or someone else was in a scene right we had a lot of adults do um some catering just like bring some snacks and refreshments throughout the day mm. right um, we didn't really have besides eleanor and i it really was just us two in terms of production we did a lot of the stuff behind it it was a lot of a lot of uh, long nights of just editing and trying to make things work together and just, like I said, um, computers crashing, losing progress. It was very... Um, the deadline was um, set too close, I think, and just really rushed everything. But otherwise, it was a pretty fun It time. sounds like we've gotten a very, very key person for our interview, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't... Like, when I contacted you, uh, I contacted a bunch of the people and you were the only brave one to reply. I didn't expect... You having been the editor, I thought this was going to, like, I couldn't remember you being credited as the editor. I just remembered you being credited as one of the first actors in the movie credited for some reason. Mm. Even though you're barely in it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Do you have any particular memories that come to mind when you were making this or a part of this? Any memories? Um, You've already given us the people walking by, I guess. Oh, but... right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Any memories? Uh, Honestly, just probably editing was probably the... Uh, probably my like best like fresh in my mind because it was really hard trying to work with someone else especially who uh, wasn't thinking the same way right or, uh, if we had different ideas and how things should uh, be played out or just trying to do a lot of the green screen stuff like caused a lot of headache i don't i think you said in your yeah. podcast it didn't actually work I, I, I commended I commend you for trying yeah. because even as my, myself, someone who studied film at university and can and has editing software myself, I still have problems as a grown <laughs> yeah. adult doing green screen properly. But you guys at least tried. Yeah, I was very stunned by that. I'm very stunned. Like, so you tell me the first one was 15 minutes. Did they progressively get longer and longer? Is this the longest one? This is the longest one. Yeah, I think that's another reason why it wasn't received as well as the other ones it was received well but not as well i think because it just went on for a little bit too long compared to like uh moses which is about 30 minutes right and mm. noah was about 30 minutes as well i think elijah uh, the rise and fall of Baal was about 45 or 50 i think it was it was an hour it was an hour oh okay i think so it was just like an hour and six minutes i'm pretty sure I think it did hit over an hour. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's a, It's a lot longer than the other ones we've done. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised to hear the, oh, 15. I'm like, oh, God, they started small, went yeah, big. It yeah, was the last yeah. one two hours long. No, this, no, no. Was it like, da you know, the David and Goliath one was going to be like a four-hour movie and that's why <laughs> you guys didn't film anymore? <laughs> no, no, we, we cut back on um, Noah and made that a bit uh, shorter. What, what program did you edit this on? So uh, we used iMovie to do this. Oh, iMovie? Yeah. Oh, really? It, yeah, we had a... a <laughs> I got like a Mac in like 2009, I think it was. Okay, and <laughs> okay so it was an, a fairly old Mac yeah, at the time. It was just, um, that's what we did to do all the editing. But I think, like you said, the favorite moment, I think actually probably would be would, would have been editing because using movie, um, iMovie, we didn't really have a lot of tools at our disposal. So trying to find solutions to, for example, the, uh, the Bailey Bunch, <laughs> trying to create that, we had to yeah. put, put one thing put like a picture in picture, export it, and then keep on redoing it about oh, nine, or, nine or ten times to get everything all... Mm. It looked great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I, you. That, that was one of Bardzik's favourite Yeah, when, when it was happening, it's like, I think I know what they're doing, and yeah, it looked like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's so fantastic. So, just with the editing and mm -hmm. stuff, one of our big complaints yep. was, and maybe this can tie into what issues, like some of the other issues that was having had in the film, because there obviously were issues... Why was the music so loud? Why was the music so loud? Because um, when we listen to it, it's like so much louder than the... People actually talking. Yeah. I th I believe our fix was, because there's a lot of uh, wind noise in mm. a lot of the mm. clips, I believe our fix was turn up the music and they might not hear the wind. Right. That's, I, that's what I thought. It's I a trick to cover. Definitely yeah. it was the outdoor scenes. Because like when Samantha was doing you know her big monologue, the I'll kill you, I'll kill them. Like yeah. You had a song playing, but we could hear her pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who chose the songs? Was uh, that it? was all done by the um, director. She um, okay. She has a lot. She was like, "You got to put this song in here." Yeah, kind of. She's uh, really, really um, uh, into music. She's um, done. I think she's done something at university. I can't remember. Okay, but she has like a degree or something in music, and so yeah, she um, did a lot of the uh, uh, chose a lot of the music for us. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. And definitely, like, who let the dogs out and we are family sort of had relevance. Uh, were, were all of them, like, specifically chosen for everything? Or um, I think a lot of it just kind of 
came together as we started yeah. editing. Okay. I, I actually never got to see any of the scripts that she had, so <laughs> oh, okay. even while editing, so. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, no one actually got to see the script, I think, except for the news reporter. No, that no. Was one exactly. of the few people actually got to see what the script was. The news was. reporter and possibly one of the children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're going to ask the big one. Yeah. Tell us about this bear outfit. So there's this creepy, scary, weird bear in this film. Tell us all about this bear. Was it used in other one of these who does someone own this bear in the congregation now? Like, what is with this bear? It's so, like, it's it's on the cover. Like, you guys are very proud. Yeah, it was um, it was one of the costumes, like I said, from the um live productions, and yeah, it kind of just became a running <laughs> gag, I guess. Like, it was used in one of the scenes early on in the day, and I think it was my sister who was in it. And then oh really yeah and so so she was the one that was killing was one killing a and... bunch of small children yeah I no no right so. it was delinquents 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 yeah, delinquents, yeah. <laughs> which is a biblical term of course <laughs> and then yeah just kept, people kept on wearing it throughout the day and then it just kind of would pop up in scenes and yeah I think everyone just really loved the bear so much we put it into the movie a little bit more where is the bear now um I honestly couldn't tell you I think Eleanor might still have it. Oh my god! Or I, I, oh, so she the would new, have it. The new she congregation is using it. Yeah. I was yeah, actually yeah. hoping that you'd rock up in the bear outfit oh. <laughs> <laughs> because the bear to give some content, you know, to give some stuff. We found I found this at an op shop, and I saw the cover, and it's all homemade and like a bunch of images. But the bear, the bear, and then I opened it up, and the DVD has the bear on it, and I was like, "What is this bear all about?" <laughs> and then the bear. He's kind of not in the movie, but then near the end, it's in the movie, just kills a bunch of people, and then it goes away. And I was like, what is this? What is this? Who played the bear when they were playing the piano? There's a scene where the bear is playing the piano. Is that your sister? That was Eleonora. Okay. Yeah, so that that was the person who was responsible for a lot of the music. Multiple bear people. Yeah. Did you ever get in it? No, I didn't get in the bear. No, women I only, Ryan. No, I didn't, get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a chance to wear the bear outfit, unfortunately. Uh, is that one of your life regrets? Yeah, I reckon. I, reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. It, it was so awesome. Wow. It was. It was an awesome costume. I think it was just because it, it was one of the best costumes we had. I think that's why I just ended up being in a lot of the stuff that we did for that film. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned the catering before. Yeah. We noticed in the credits that the cupcakes were credited. They were see- they? Yeah, yeah, they were. <laughs> and then there was a post-credit gag with cupcakes. Oh, the uh, the cupcake and chunky tuna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we think it turned up a couple of times in the film, so it gave us this impression that the cupcakes were a very big deal What's to this production. Of- yeah. You know what? I think they would have been. I think someone, <laughs> I think someone, I think it was someone, someone made them. Yeah, they just- got credited as this person made cupcakes. Yeah. I think. No, I oh. thought I thought the cupcakes themselves just had a credits and like exclamation mark <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, I think they would have just been. Someone had made them, and just, we just kind of turned into a joke. I'm not too sure. I'd have to. I honestly have to watch it again. Yeah. Were, but, they, uh, were they delicious? They were pretty good. They were pretty good. <laughs> Remind me, was it the was it cupcakes that they were distracting the two guys with in that one scene? Yeah, there's a scene in in the Rutherford Bar where where Elijah is getting. I can't remember the guy's name. He had an awesome name. Getting this guy to get all the people out of the cave. Yeah. And the cave was someone's. Like kitchen? no, no foyer in their house, like yeah. their front door area where it like leads off to lounge room and oh, okay. where elsewhere. And it was just these two like grown men, you know, in the robes, and there were guards, and they got distracted with cupcakes. Like and that's ooh, a scene. Cupcakes, and then they're like, "No, we have to be serious again." Oh, how? That kind of thing. 
many people were in this congregation, would you say? Um, it's honestly gone through quite a bit of a roller coaster in terms of how many people have been in it. I think currently now we've got a hundred, hundred thirty, right. I believe. At the time, yeah, it was probably around about, probably just a little bit less. So you're still in it? Yeah, I'm still in the same congregation. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people in the film have actually moved on. Okay. But I think it just... Moved on, like, moved on oh, from the religion or different congregations? Moved to a different congregation. Okay, fair Moved enough. to a different congregation. But I think, like uh, like you said, I think it was just a lot of um kids at that time. That was kind of just the key time to do it. We yeah. had a whole bunch of... um. Youths in the congregation who wanted to be part of something, and yeah, okay. just kept on doing it. Was it the majority of the congregation that was involved with the film? Or? Towards the end, yeah. Towards, uh, Noah, we had like a whole bunch of like older people in it. We had like a huge range of people. A lot okay. of the families came. It was it was a lot of families that were involved in it, including yours, including mine. Yeah, including mine. Mm. Yeah, we kept seeing a lot of recurring last names in the credits. Yeah, your your one was recurring in the credits for this. So your family, what what kind of roles do you remember them playing in in this movie? Like, were they certain characters or certain behind the scenes things? Like, what was your family's role in this? Uh, my family's role. My sister did a lot of um acting. Okay, she did a whole bunch, and then I think my mum. I don't, I don't know where my dad was that day. I don't know where he was, but I believe my mum, she did a lot of, also helped a lot of catering and doing organising, getting people ready from like, right. you know, like uh, the dressing rooms to actually get ready for the, um, for the scenes they had to play in. Okay. So a lot of just organising people around. Wrangling them. Yeah, almost, almost like that. Trying to get them ready for the scenes, that sort of stuff. Was there, well, you, you weren't as present filming mm-hmm. you, know, you did some of the recording was there any issues working with so many different age groups of kids like the smaller kids was there like any kind of things that had to be worked around or was it finely tuned by that point because you guys had already done a few um not particularly a lot of the kids knew what they were meant to do right and kind of just enjoyed it i think there were some little hiccups, but we just included them in the movie because it wasn't, like, a serious thing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't... Again, like you said, like, the credits of the cupcakes, it wasn't meant to be, you know, a proper, you know, credits. It was just meant to be something for the families to enjoy and a little yeah. bit of inside jokes here and there. Yeah, like, like one of the things that we didn't actually talk about in an episode, I don't think, one of the things I got to commend was it didn't seem like any of the people that were acting in it, maybe one or two of the little, little kids, had really any kind of stage fright. It seemed like everyone was really on board. It seems like everyone was improvising and they were just doing it their own way and trying to make each other laugh, but there was no one that was kind of like, oh, I don't want to be doing this, which is actually kind of relieving to see because usually... You know, when you're working with a bunch of kids and blah and all this kind of stuff, mm. some of them don't want to do this. do it, but you yeah. make them do it anyway. So I'm kind of like that's one of the things I I kind of enjoyed as well. Actually, thinking about it, like there was no real kind of yeah. stage fright, and for sure because obviously, Ryan, we do the mystery box. We kind of do want to laugh at some of the the poor productions. <laughs> Definitely, if there was some discomfort there, that would have been a big point that we would have latched onto. Yeah, honestly, all that credit goes to um, Eleanor. She's got such energy and such uh, a way with people, I guess. Just really got everyone involved. And like you said, it just really quelled everyone's fears about stage fright, if there was any, and I just really got to enjoy and have a fun day. So you're still a part of a congregation. Uh, are you guys making movies? We had plans to make another one. I think it was going to be David, but we just... Or Daniel, was it? I think it was. Yeah, but we just... Make one I, about you? No. <laughs> on, on this interview? No, no, just another another Bible can, character. Can but... the girl who played Jezebel play me in the interview of oh, your yeah, story? Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, so then, 
You're gonna, gonna you. you're gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill your family, your friends. And, uh, and question: the... uh, Cupcakes were they delicious? You better answer yes, because if not, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> and the boy that plays David will play me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then and then she's like, "All right, interview over. Um, so I'm gonna put on some makeup. I'm out of here." <laughs> To jump on that, though, the delicious question is actually one of the questions. Yeah, yeah I also. <laughs> yeah. Did she get multiple cupcakes? Because she was lead star. I'm not she sure. had a scene in which she was allowed to eat a cupcake, and she was the best. I'm not sure if she received multiple cupcakes. I just think the cupcakes and the whole bear thing just ended up just being, you know, re- recurring jokes. Like in, um, in, in Moses, we have a couple of ones where one of the guys forgot to say a line where he was marrying two people and he forgot the, the husband's name. And so we just have kind of jokes that just kind of keep on going throughout the episodes. And even even today, with some of the people I know, we still will reference it and laugh about it because it's just some of the best times we had, honestly. So you still keep up with a lot of these people, even the ones that aren't in the congregation? Or? Yeah, a few of them. A few of them. A few of them moved uh, to a different congregation. I haven't been able to see them. But a lot of the people are still in my congregation and I still catch up with because uh, their family's still in the congregation. Yeah. So I can still see them on, you know, a semi-regular basis. Fair enough. I think I will start winding it down, but one of the things I want to ask is, what did you think of our episode? Honestly, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny just to hear an outsider's view. Yeah. To to see someone with absolutely no context on an already (laughs) hard-to-follow script (laughs) trying to make sense of this. I thought it was really funny. I thought a lot of his criticism was totally fair with the audio clips, with uh, having a bit of... uh, Synchro- uh, uh, issues with um, timeline. Yeah. But uh, honestly, I really enjoyed it. And I think a lot of the people who did listen to it enjoyed the episode. Is there anything you feel from our episode that needs, like, from your side of it, needs more clarification or even a rebuttal? Like, when you're listening to it, was there anything, or, or thinking about it now, was there anything you're like, no, that was clearly this, or, like, stuff like that? I, I guess the Elisha thing would be one. Elisha, yeah, yeah, that was one. Yeah, the Elisha thing, I think, was um definitely one that there's actually two different characters. Um, Maybe some of the things where it sounded like, I think you guys said it didn't look like there was any sort of... um. Uh, like it was just all done improv. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All was done, um, because a lot of it was done improv, but there was actually a bit of a, um, uh, running sheet that we had. That we right. Yeah. But honestly, I didn't really have too many complaints about it. I actually really enjoyed the episode. Oh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad to, glad to hear that. Were you the one that put in the special effects for the missile shooting a cow? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just needed to ask that because that was one of the most yeah. outstandingly weird moments. Waiting for that and question. And was it your bold choice to then replay that again in slow motion? In slow motion, yeah. We we needed some sort of fire effect. and <laughs> That was it? That was the choice? A missile? And we had no real means of any sort of special effects. So I think... One of the kids had downloaded like an app on their phone. Yeah, I yeah. guess Stefan said he had that app on his phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could have like a missile, a car rolling, um, like a wrecking ball or something, a car crash. Um, so I believe what happened was we got that, and because we didn't have any means to export, I think we just filmed it directly from the screen. Oh wow, really? Yeah. We filmed that directly from the screen, and then just okay, it actually looked pretty good. Played it back, yeah. But that's what the uh, that will happen. That was. One of the uh, artistic choices that was made. <laughs> so, w- with Baal, mm-hmm. or Baal, we found I found it at an op shop in Glenferry, which is the Hawthorne area, which is where you guys kind of yep. are. 
the big thing, the big mystery of this is we've contacted you, 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 you edited it, you burned it to people. Who do you think gave this away and why? I honestly couldn't tell you who gave it away. I really think maybe someone was throwing out DVDs or getting rid of VHSs and it just got caught up in it. And right. just ended up, because we did print... Uh, produce a lot of copies for the families. Right. So I reckon one has just slipped away and then been thrown out and then someone's, Ooh. I don't know, found the box and put it in an op shop to, you know, recycle it, I guess. I just, I really couldn't tell you because I've talked to um, Eleanor, I've talked to a couple of people and we really have no idea who would have thrown away their copy or like... It gets your mind racing, though, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it my, does. My mind was kind of thinking, like, did someone leave? Like, did, <laughs> no, did someone's like DVD collection get like stolen or something? Oh yeah, you want to steal off? this? Yeah, Bal. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, again, it's like you take a in bulk and then sell everything. I think I thought that someone from this congregation had left and just was like, I don't want anything to do with this, and just sold it, like yeah. gave it away to an op shop, or someone was like, this needs to be spread. And just the inserted world. into an option. My my thing was, I found it very interesting that this religious um, piece of media was given to a non-religious op shop. Like this was at like the multiple sclerosis one, so this is not as religious as say some of the other op shops that you would have, like Salvation Army, yeah, yeah. and and Vinnie's and and whatnot. So I kind of found it funny that a more normal, less religious op shop had the most religious <laughs> thing I've ever seen, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> other than just straight up books of religion. Like that was something I just was marveling at for for so long. Um, one of the last questions I was going to ask you was: I bought this for one dollar. Yep. How much do you think this movie should have cost? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How much would it cost? Uh, with everything that went into it and just the amount <laughs> the, uh, the amount of just, like, energy and time, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I think... I think I would have just been free. It's... I thought it was. I thought it was just a good, just a good time. Honestly, yeah. I looking back on it now, I just really enjoyed it, being part of it. It was just fun. It really was fun. I don't think it really needs any sort of monetary value, but yeah, it was just. It was good, good fun. Everyone enjoyed it. Everyone had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bartok, anything that you feel you you're yearning to ask or thinking that we need to follow up on? No, it seems like we've covered everything. Actually. Do you have any questions for us? Um. <laughs> I did, and now I've forgotten them. Oh my goodness! Wow. Ah, <laughs> oh, um, that's all right. Because I contacted you, it was out of the blue for you. Like, uh, what was it like having some podcasters come and find something you made as a thirteen-year-old boy? It was actually kind of a bit strange, I guess, a little bit scary, honestly. Yeah, I was just <laughs> so surprised that anyone had found this and then actually found me and then contacted me about it. And they yeah. wanted to talk about it, like have an interview. I was like so uh, bewildered at that. So that was definitely um, strange. Uh, one of the questions I did have was like, um, how many other people um, responded or like have you had any other people uh, from other films that you've reviewed? No, we, we haven't had anyone else respond. You're literally the person. So I've, I've contacted multiple others from your congregation for this, but also other movies we've covered. 
And sometimes it's hard to find them. Like we did an episode on finding emo and that movie didn't really give names. And we're like, we never got contacts or some filmmakers or some other people just don't contact back or, or stuff like that. So you're literally the only person ever. And hence this is a first time thing for us where I was like, Oh my god, we're gonna actually get some answers to this yeah, because I remember in the episode we were just stumbling through. We were we weren't even sure if it was Jehovah's Witnesses. We were like, I don't know, it could be. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to just guess this yeah, because when who I went, knows? When I went home and I googled some of the names we heard in the film, it kept bringing up results for Hebrew Bible. I'm like, oh, so was it? Yeah, like the Hebrew. Who, who knows, because yeah. when you look up the phrase, mm-hmm. there's no, nothing else labelled this. No, and there's really, like you said, there was absolutely no context for this DVD. I mm. guess if you don't have anything further to ask us, I do have, I think, the final thing, and this will be a bit of work on you, but could you explain with clarity now who and or what is the rise and fall of Bale. Like, who is Bale and what was their rise and fall? So, Bale was, I believe, a deity or a god, a false god, mentioned in the Bible in one of the Hebrew scriptures in the Mm -hmm. Old Testament. And it was... The film was kind of a following of their worshippers. Right. And it was Elijah and Elisha disproving what their claims were. So, for example, the altar with the cow, just proving that mm. their uh, their offering would be consumed. There was the uh, Jezebel, like you said, who was the, uh, the queen, and she was also a follower of Baal. Yeah. And so it was kind of just disproving that. And it was more so... There was not much of a rise. Uh, yeah, it was more so of the, the fall. Right. And it was showing the, the key figures from this... Uh, the key figures from this um, following being uh, uh, eliminated. So you had... Uh, uh, the king, uh, Queen Jezebel, you had the followers, and you had uh, the delinquents as well. <laughs> Those dang old yeah. delinquents. Th- there was a Jehu somewhere in there. Jehu became the leader after they slain Jezebel. Yeah, Jehu was... Um, uh, he was played by one of my mates. Yeah, he... Yeah. He was... Um, he, yeah, he was uh, one of the advocates for um, for the true worship. And so... Yeah. Followed through with um, killing, through, uh, killing Jezebel. Just talking about Jehu for a second, it does remind me of the special features on this DVD is DIY of a mummy, <laughs> which yeah. is six minutes of raw footage of wrapping... people wrapping toilet paper on some guy in yeah. a park and then throwing the toilet rolls on the ground. Why that? Did you put that there? Who put that there? Why is that a special feature? Why does no one talk about who made the cart? That was what we said. Like, who's riding on this pretty awesome cart? Yeah. cart? And I'm like, why isn't there a feature on making that? Why? What, what's all that all about? And the license plate, Jehu Rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. So why did the mummy get attention? Like, when we watched it, before we even watched it, I was like, a mummy? And then throughout the watching of it, I'm like, guys, there's going to be a mummy at some point. And then it's literally the end and it kind of doesn't really factor into much yeah i don't know why we put that on as the uh, we should put the making of the car because um our family made the card actually oh really Ooh. yeah we made the car so we made it out of some um i think plywood and just some wheels we found i think towards the end it actually like 
got destroyed by <sighs> people riding around in it the whole day. I was going to ask, do you still have it? No, and, and no. did you did you ride it here? No, <laughs> ride it there in the bear costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Jezebel. <laughs> oh my lord, that'd be so good. So um, your family, yeah, your family made that card because that was yeah. awesome. We thought that was awesome. Why didn't we get a behind the scenes on that card? Because the mummy is just like a guy in toilet, toilet paper. paper yeah. And it was just like, but this cart's really awesome. I think, um, yeah, I don't know why we put that on the start. I think it was because one of the families, maybe they weren't there on the day. Right. So I know in Moses, some of the uh, scenes that we filmed outside of that um, initial filming mm. day, we did because either they couldn't be there on the day or they had something else on. So we did individual right. scenes with them. Um, I, be- I don't know exactly about the mon- mummy. But I know that in the episode you said about cleaning up the toilet paper, and I can assure you we cleaned up the toilet paper. I, I knew that was going to be yeah, something yeah. you would bring up. I would be like, <laughs> no, hey, that toilet paper. Yeah, we're Ryan, not, Ryan we're not litter bugs. <laughs> no, no. Ryan was very big on this whole toilet paper roll thing. Well, but... yeah, I was just so annoyed because it's just like, well, there's no evidence from what I've got that they are cleaning this up. Yeah, yeah. I, no. I was just like, what would Jehovah say about and I, that? <laughs> and scummy me giving the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> um, Out of all the ones you made, is there one that particularly stands out as a favorite um i think definitely noah i think noah because moses was good but i like noah because it's after we've made the other three we've made a bat we've made a not as good one mm. and now we know exactly what works what doesn't work so right. noah was a lot more streamlined in terms of editing as well yeah yeah there was a lot more we like we said we made sure we saved a lot more often <laughs> we did a whole bunch of stuff to make the process uh streamlined right and Oh, no, I think Noah just... Uh, Moses... Sorry. I think Noah was just, all in all, a better story in the sense yeah. that people know it more. Yeah. It's easy to follow. Um, so the music that, in Noah was probably some of my I'll favorite be honest, as well. The, one of the reasons I did get this DVD was I didn't know anything about it. Like, if I, if I saw the Noah one there, yeah. I may not have grabbed it because really? I thought it would have been just pure religious text. Well, right. Well, the bar one, I even said it in the, in the episode, I didn't know what this was. It could have been, like, a cult made this <laughs> or some kind of prank or, mm. or a snuff thing. I didn't know. Yeah, so it's got yeah. this really haunting image and then when you look it up Baal the Rise of Fall Baal nothing comes up like nothing yeah. there's no context and that's we, kind of we, what I was like yeah we mentioned that we kind of cheated because we don't look up these films at all until we watch them and, yeah but we were holding on to this one for so long because no one was randomly picking out of the box that we just had to watch our it. curiosity got the better of us we looked it up nothing and then when it what actually happened was um our guest Stefan picked a DVD that has like three films on there called like Kids Only um, but the DVD does not work in the slightest, so he had to pick another one, and it was Baal, and we were really happy. I cheered. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I cheered. I, I actually I cheered. shouted, he picked it, Ryan! <laughs> um, Bartek, if there's nothing else that you can think of, no... I'm pretty satisfied. I'm pretty satisfied, too. Yeah, me too. Um, thanks, Dan, so much for coming on. This is, it's so nice and great of you, and for someone from, you know, your congregation to come on and talk about this, because, you know, one of the worries I had was, like, you know, it's kind of intimidating for Mm. coming on for a podcast, but also, like, having people find something that was something in your childhood, and something of, you know, your faith and all of that and having a bunch of just two just two guys and their friends just kind of just rip into it for not understanding a single thing. So I really commend you for, you know, chatting with me uh, beforehand, you know, going back and forth and listening to the episode and, you know, sharing it around with people in your congregation. Hopefully they enjoyed themselves with it and didn't take it too seriously. And, uh, you know, actually coming on and talking to us and kind of giving us some explanations of 
what we watched because we did need some. Absolutely. And, and it, you know, it was it was just such a pleasure watching it and now finding out more about it. Wouldn't you say, Bartek? Definitely, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, there were some high points in that, which is Jezebel, which um, uh, I think was pro- probably the most enjoyable part of the episode for myself, was just talking about you Jezebel. Say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Doing impressions of her. But Was uh, there a single voice insert of her lines that you didn't use in the episode? I think one of the restraints I had editing was not not to just use every audio drop of her. Yeah, There's like right. literally one I love so much that was just like her and Elijah or Elisha arguing and Elijah's just like uh, Jehovah is going to kill all of you. He's going to kill you and all your followers. You're going to be struck down dead. And then Jezebel, this is what I love. It feels like there's this kind of meta commentary with Jezebel because it's kind of like she's just like, oh, merciful God then, is he? And it's just like commentating on like how brutal Jehovah is if you push them. And it was just like one of my favorite things. Like Jezebel, like I was gonna ask, like she's a part of the congregation, yeah? Yeah. Cause it did feel with like a lot of her lines, she was like that outsider person that like she really enveloped that kind of someone who didn't follow the faith. Cause she has these comments that are very like, like very breaking fourth wall. Like this one's like, my God's going to kill you. And then like, oh, merciful are they now? <laughs> like that kind of stuff. And this is coming from a woman who got a farmer killed by having people throw bread at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, thank you, Dan, so much. It's been such a pleasure. Bartek, thank you for coming on and asking questions. And, and thank me as well. And let's thank Jehovah thank and Ryan. Jezebel again. We've got to <laughs> thank her because if we don't, She's going to come over here and kill my dog and my followers and my friends and everyone involved. And she won't be acting this time. <laughs> no. She no. won't be acting. She's not acting. She's she's deadly serious. Well, um, thank you very much, listening people, uh, for hearing our interview. Um, you know, if you want to share this around and, you know, all of that good stuff. Um, obviously, if you haven't already, I would still recommend listening to the Rise and Fall of Baal episode. It's still a great episode to listen to, even if you've just heard this interview. And I guess until next time, uh, remember to be kind to each other.